0: Beginning of this year, the city of Vancouver announced that air conditioning units are no longer pen, uh, permitted to be installed in homes uh, and instead must be replaced with heat pumps, which provide uh, lower carbon heating and cooling. Now, it's part of a broader conversation we're having, of course, here in British Columbia and especially here in Metro Vancouver. You saw me or you heard me earlier this show talking to Patrick Johnson, uh, the mayor. Of New Westminster, we were talking about cooling stations as temperatures hit about 32 degrees um, Celsius. Um, there was a motion before the Lower Mainland Local Government Associations where landlords uh, would be compelled to obviously they provide heating whenever you pay rent. They they have to by law provide heating. Uh, the motion was asking that the Lower Mainland. Um, landlords also by law be required to provide cooling um as well now the motion failed but i'm sure it was a, first of all it was a very close vote uh but moving forward it is part of the broader conversation i'm sure that vote uh, and that issue will come up again and eventually it will pass but what does it look like in regards to what does heating or cooling look like um moving forward joining me now is tim kester general manager at reliance home comfort tim thank you for joining us today Hey, Jess. Thanks for having me. So I wanted to talk a little bit uh, about, um, you know, heat pumps. Uh, First and foremost, for our listeners, how do heat pumps work?
1: So it's interesting. It's it's kind of counterintuitive. Um, But a heat pump design, so heat moves from uh, warmer areas to cooler areas. So that's the way that heat transmits normally. And what a heat pump does is it will take um, heat from one area and move it to the opposite way to where it's cooler. So... In the summertime, for example, it will take heat from inside your home and pump it outside, therefore cooling down your home. And in the winter, it runs the opposite way. It actually is surprising, but it can pull heat out of temperatures in, in the negative Celsius degrees. Uh, find heat there and bring it inside your home to heat your home uh, in the winter.
0: Uh, not that you would have an exact number, but in regards to housing today, how many homes, do you think, or condominiums, do you have a sense of the percentages to homes that would have heat pumps? I don't with heat pumps, Jazz. Uh,
1: Our our last numbers that we got um, indicated that there's about 15% of homes in the lower mainland that have cooling. Uh, So whether that's an AC or a heat pump. um, So that's roughly, I don't know the split between heat pumps. They were pretty big uh, kind of in the late, uh, early 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, But kind of the technology wasn't quite where it is today. So we've really seen a resurgence uh, in interest in heat pumps and and number of installs over the last year and a half.
0: Now, I'm told there's two types of sort of air source heat pumps, like ductless and ducted systems. What does that mean?
1: Yeah, exactly. So if you have a a customer or or someone who's got a home today that uses a furnace uh, that forces air through vents in the home, Mm -hmm. uh, in that case, you would get a ducted heat pump. So it would be a unit would get installed outside and be connected to, Another apparatus we install above the furnace uh, called a coil, which would, would be where the heat and cooling will come in from the outdoor unit. And then the air that goes through your furnace um, would blow through that same ductwork. Um, obviously, in the summertime, the furnace heat exchanger wouldn't be turned on, so it would just be the room temperature blowing through the coil, which would move the cool air uh, throughout the home. And then if homes that don't have ductwork uh, today, so if you have baseboard heating, um, or different, or you know, boilers, in-floor heating, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would recommend for those customers they would get a ductless. So again, what would be a, a installed outside would be a condenser outside, and then there would be um, some lines that would run to individual heads that would be mounted in different rooms in the house um, that could provide heating in the in the winter and cooling in the summer.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, n- now, when you look at British Columbia, you know uh, our Heating and cooling needs may be a little different from, let's say, Prince George uh, or other parts of the province. Uh, are there factors to consider when choosing a heat pump?
1: There are for sure. There's, uh, there's kind of two different styles of heat pump. There's a, a, a standard heat pump and then there's cold climate heat pumps. So, and a lot of the new technology is going to the cold climate one anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and the, the price is coming down on those. So it's, it's kind of a level playing field now. Uh, so yeah, in, in colder climates, um, you'd want to for sure get a cold climate heat pump. In, and what that means is their efficiency when it's colder outside. Like I said, you can uh, a heat pump will still be able to heat your home when it's in the negative degree temperatures. And some of the technology today, they can operate uh, you know up to 30, minus 30 degrees Celsius and still find heat in that air to to warm your home.
0: Oh wow, that's that's amazing. And, and, and it, like, is there a difference between a new home? Uh, and an older home, um, you know, could be insulation, whatever it may be. Are there differences in regards to new homes and older homes? Absolutely. So,
1: and insulation is a big part of it, and and construction methods are a big part of it too. But a lot of our our team members, we've taken some courses that we can, uh, are are certified to measure your home, take even the the aspect of your home. So how much of your home is facing the sun and how many windows are on that side of the home. So when when someone in our industry goes into a home and, and is looking at, figuring out the size of the unit that's needed to adequately cool or heat the home. We look at all those different factors. So yeah, what type of insulation is in the attic? Uh, what type of roof materials do you have? How thick are your walls? Insulation? Are you on slabs? Do you have, you know, a basement underground where typically there's cooler air there? So you'd need less, um, less heating or cooling. So, uh, we, you look at all those factors and then that decides usually what size of, of air conditioner or heat pump that you would need to adequately provide you with, uh, with the cooling and heating that you need.
0: Hmm. Uh, I, I guess the one question I haven't asked, and I, mean, I think it's probably the most important to a certain degree, what's the cost of a heat pump?
1: It ranges. There, there's some big uh, varieties. I mean, if you can get a, um, a single head, so you just a this unit single head, you know, that would service a, a medium, a small small to medium-sized apartment building. You can get in for probably around nine to $10,000 dollars. Um, and then there's there's different models, too. So you can have ones that have different functionality, uh, higher technology. So, you know, one for a larger home, you, you're looking up to probably in the $30,000 range um, and anywhere in between. So we've got a lot of models, like for homes in the Lower Mainland, uh, we probably start for a whole system. Um, you would be looking at probably about $15,000. And then there's a lot of uh, rebates going on right now, too. You know, up to depending on what municipality you live in, you can get up to ten, twelve thousand dollars in rebate. So um there's some good incentives there to to consider a heat pump if you're looking at a cooling option.
0: So in your mind, this is the present and future uh here in the Metro Vancouver area and, and, and mostly around Canada. This is the this is way where we're going in regards to heating and cooling systems for our homes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh you know, obviously Vancouver has uh, has led the way with that with uh, making the, the call this year to uh, not allow any um, air conditioners in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we're seeing it. Uh, our our demand for heat pumps this year versus last year. Even the interest in the customer, you know, BC Hydro's had their ads out there, you know, just letting people know what heat pumps are all about. A lot of the trade shows we've been at the last, last while, Hydro's been there just educating customers about heat pumps. And I think now that customers understand more and more about how they work and how efficient they can be, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the reduced greenhouse gas emissions um, by, by cooling your or heating your home, Using a heat pump, uh, it's, it's definitely uh, the way things are going. And we're even seeing it, like we're across Canada and, and even in Ontario, where typically it's a colder climate and, and people were not thinking heat pumps would be suitable. We're seeing a huge uptick um, in people going to heat pumps there as well.
0: Uh, I'm curious, um, I'm, it's obviously going to be easier in a, in a new home, a new home build, but how complex is it to, to retrofit it into an older home, uh, a heat pump, if you want to bring in that system?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, Um, and it varies. So it it really, when you're putting in a new heat pump, you're you're basically, I guess the analogy could be you're putting in, say, a new heart with the existing arteries and veins that are in the home. So it really relies on the ductwork in the home um, as to how efficient that heating or cooling will get distributed around the home. Um, And it is a little more, the cooling is a little more um, sensitive to airflow restriction than say a furnace is Uh, so you know when our our teams or anyone in our industries in the the home they're going to be looking at the size of the ductwork uh, and then deciding you know is is a heat pump added to your existing furnace or or a new heat pump system with a new furnace is that going to be suitable for your home or would a a ductless unit be better suited just because of maybe some restrictions in your airflow and your ductwork and, and not suitable and the older the homes obviously they didn't uh you know in Vancouver they didn't plan for air conditioning or or heat pumps uh, back when most of them were built. So uh, there are some some tougher jobs there where maybe sometimes even customers are going to have to get additional ductwork added or or return air um, added, in which an air balancing company can come in and, and do an assessment. But that involves some more work. So you're going to be cutting open walls and adding in ductwork and things like that. So it can go from a fairly simple one head install uh-huh. on a ductless unit to you know potentially opening walls and adding some. Some return air and, and more ductwork yeah, into a home.
0: When the conversation on heat pumps began, were you skeptical initially?
1: Yes, I, I was. Uh, I, I had some friends that got heat pumps back, you know, like I said in the in the early nineties, mm-hmm. and uh, and then the, you know that really went. The, the technology, like I said, wasn't there. So when yeah, when we first started having the conversations and, and industry chats about you know this coming and some of the the uh, legislation changes that were coming there were a lot of questions in the industry about how effective these could be. And, and then, you know, as it gets cooler out, the, the efficiency of the units decreases because it's harder to find that warm air outside to bring inside, say in the, in the winter. And so trying to figure out is the cost effectiveness going to be there as it, as it works harder to find that warm air and, and move it into the home. And really the, the new technologies, as I say, um, have really come a long way and, uh, and proven any doubters that, uh, they are effective and efficient uh, and can be cost-effective and, and really um, help people who are looking to reduce their carbon footprint.
0: Yeah, I, I remember uh, some folks that I knew um, put them in their houses in the early 90s, I think it was, and they weren't bad, but there's always some challenges, some problems, but the technology is so different now, and we, we <laughs> at leaps and bounds uh, that I, I've, I've heard many, many good things uh, compared to the initial early days, like any technology, I guess.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, and even, even the advancements, to be honest, in the last few years, just with, with the increased interest and the move to electrification, um, all the manufacturers are obviously have the finger on the pulse of, of where the markets are going mm-hmm. and what legislation is going to be. So they've even really changed, you know, their game. And there's been even some new, because the size of the old ones too, I don't know if your friends, but I remember my friends, it looked like a car <laughs> uh, <laughs> beside their home. It was huge. yeah, uh, Heavy and awkward. And, uh, you know, there's some now that are, that are, you know, as small as kind of three feet, uh, long by a couple feet wide and a, and three feet tall. So there's, uh, you know, some really, they're, they're been able to, to get the size down and, and, and the cost down too, which sometimes isn't the thing with new technology. A lot of times newer technology, the price goes up. But manufacturers are are really doing a great job of getting the size down, but also getting the prices down. So they're more in line with, uh, with air conditioners. Not quite there yet, but uh, like I said, there's all those rebates out there which help uh, kind of even the playing field on the price side and make that
0: easier that decision easier for customers. Yeah, BC Hydro certainly has a few rebates. I was checking on their website as well. Tim, thank you so much.
1: No, thank you, Jez.